Welcome to Staying Ageless Podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Asosa E, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we'll be talking about how to create healthy substitutions for dairy and meat. To get this longevity party started, I'll give you a brief rundown of some of my plant-based substitutions and why substitutions in general are important for those making lifestyle changes. And later, I'll be chatting with our expert for today, Ian Martin, who's a plant-based chef and co-founder of Misha's Kind Foods. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning into the show from all over the world. Shout out to listeners in the USA, the UK, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, France, Germany, and so much more. If today's show inspires you, I'm inviting you to go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. Hey, y'all. Hey. Today, I want to talk about plant-based substitutions. If you know me well, you should know I am big on bio-individuality, which means that diet should be individualized. And I really don't believe in a one-size-fits-all diet. Whether you are a meat eater or plant-based, you hopefully agree that we all can use more plants and whole foods in our diet more often than not. And if you are dealing with a chronic disease or hormonal imbalance, a plant-based diet is often an important aspect of getting back to health. I say all that to say, whenever I discuss plant-based options and diet, I am not judging you, your mama, your cousins, or anybody for diet choices. I'm merely offering some suggestions that you may not have considered. Now that that's out of the way, let's get this party started. So some people believe in restrictions to change your habits, but that can really, really backfire easily. You know, there's a lot of dietitians and nutritionists out there who literally just tell people to stop eating things. And it might work for a short period of time, but it usually goes haywire because usually that person will just go back to the really unhealthy foods that were causing the problems in the first place. Most of us, when we are restricted, kind of yo-yo back and go crazy on the exact behavior we said we would stop. So I believe, and the way that I work with my clients is that instead of working against our cravings or our behavior, that we should actually work with it by finding healthy substitutions. I personally used to be a junk food plant-based eater and I was very unhealthy. Um, My skin was also not that great around that time. And it was learning about raw food that actually helped me to get focused on removing processed foods and unnecessary ingredients for my meals. Actually going raw helped me become a truer vegan or vegetarian or plant-based eater, whatever you want to call it, than I ever was. Because when we get back to the basics and focus on whole foods... It doesn't have to be boring, though. It doesn't have to mean that we're not feeling fulfilled. And it's really important that we do feel fulfilled if we want to create a lifestyle and not just merely a diet change for the sake of a fad or for the sake of some sort of short-term health goal. So here are a few ideas I often discuss with clients to help replace staples. First, know that almost everything is actually replaceable. Like, I know you think that that fudge sundae or whatever it is is irreplaceable, but it is. You just need to actually shift how you make it. And once you experiment, you'll notice that your your actual taste buds shift to enjoy a healthier version of that thing. If you're trying to give up fast food, one of the easiest ways um, to make something healthier is to just try making it at home. So try making a, a, a whole food version of some of your favorite junk food or fast food 
And that helps to also begin to train your palate to adjust to less refined sugar and salt. Because trust me, at home, you're not going to put nearly the amount of salt and sugar that, that would actually be in the restaurant or at the fast food establishment. Here are some staples that I, or substitutions that I've been working on lately, um, and I've been sharing them. Um, tuna salad made from sunflower seeds instead of tuna is so delicious. If you look up a raw vegan recipe for tuna, you'll find um, different recipe options for that. And I'll be sharing my version on Instagram soon. Walnut nut meat, I've already shared that on Instagram. That is really, really great instead of ground beef. And that can actually be done... You can do walnut nut pâtés that are raw, or you can do them cooked. And when you do them cooked, they work really well as a ground beef replacement. Can be used on pizzas, can be used in pasta, can be used in tacos, can be used um, so many ways. I just love it. Um, mushrooms in place of meat and stews. I'm African and we love us a good stew, but usually African stews are full of meat, child, oxtail, cow feet, whatever, goat, whatever. <laughs> and so for me, I actually try to emulate the, the feeling of having a lot of meat in a stew by using different types of mushrooms. I really love king oyster mushrooms. They're very meaty tasting if they're cut a certain way and cooked a certain way. Um, sometimes I also use regular oyster mushrooms. I just try to like find a, a few different types and it really, really does help. That's what I use to actually make my Nigerian and goosey stew and it's delicious. You can use plant-based cheese instead of regular cheese in dishes. Now, all vegan cheeses are not created equal, but today we are talking to someone who makes thebomb.com vegan cheese. So um, that'll give you another option. And then there are some good ones in the grocery store. Um, that you can try. And they actually aren't as bad as they seem, seriously. Uh, and then with bread, you know, you can make your bread dairy-free very easily using different ingredients. I make an almond flour bread that uh, does not have any dairy in it. And it's also gluten-free. It uses almond flour, tapioca flour, chia seeds as the egg instead. Um, and when I'm making a pizza crust, I get rid of the chia seeds and it makes it much firmer. So it's really, really, and it takes me 15 minutes to make this bread. So it is not something that takes very long. This is something that I also will record very, very soon. Um, instead of burgers, like if you're big, if you're a big burger person, there's so many ways to make a good plant-based burger or burger substitute. Um, I've made burgers out of quinoa. I've made um, the same walnut and cauliflower nut burger meat, ground meat that I made. I've made burgers out of that. I've made burgers out of lentils, bean burgers, any type of bean, really. There's so many types of beans that you can use to make a burger as well. And they are very, very delicious and also give you a nice amount of protein, really great for weight loss et cetera, et cetera. Now, some people obviously can't tolerate beans. So if you can't tolerate beans, then you could try other options like the quinoa burgers or the walnut and cauliflower burgers. Instead of eggs, I'm really bit, I'm obsessed with my pumpkin seed eggs. I posted a video on it on Instagram. So if you haven't seen that recipe, go check it out. You can basically soak pumpkin seeds overnight, um, blend them, add spices, and then scramble it, child, and you have yourself a whole entire scramble. The other thing that I use instead of the pumpkin seed eggs, uh, which is really like my at-home version, is you can go to the store and see if you can find pumfu. Pumfu is a pumpkin seed tofu alternative that I really love to recommend to my clients because if they're dealing with hormonal balance or other issues, I don't really want them eating tofu. And it basically works just as well as tofu for everything. You can cut it up and cube it and put it in stir fries. You can make a scramble out of it. It's very versatile. And then chickpea flour 
can be used to make a plant-based omelet. That one I really like. Chickpea flour can be used for so many things, but I really do like it um, with a plant-based om- omelet. And it's very, very quick and easy to make. That's something that I definitely will demo for you guys on Instagram sometime soon. And then baked goods. Like if you're making any baked goods, remember that you can make them um, dairy-free very easily. You literally can just use a non-dairy milk or some sort of egg replacer. Chia seeds work really well in certain recipes. There's also egg replacers out there. Like one that I really like is called Neat Egg. That one's not really that bad. Um, So you kind of have to like play around with what's the best egg replacer for the type of food that you're making. But once you find it, it's delicious regardless of the dairy. Coconut cream works really well to add creaminess to certain dishes. I use it to add creaminess to pasta sometimes. And I also use it in, in dessert dishes like raw vegan cheesecake. So coconut cream can be very versatile and very helpful as a dairy substitute. And then nut milk. Of course, there's all these different types of nut milks, almond milk, cashew milk, oat milk. There's so many non-dairy milks these days instead of having regular milk. If you are lactose intolerant, you really ain't got no excuse at this point because there are so many different non-dairy milks out there on the market now. I remember being vegan as a teenager, which was 20 plus years ago, and there was literally nothing on the market. And now there's just so many choices. So Definitely no excuse. And you can also find really great nut milks that don't really have as many fillers, especially if you find that you're very sensitive, your gut is sensitive to some of the fillers that they put in those nut milks, or you can make them at home. And they're really simple to make at home. Really, you usually just soak the nuts overnight in water. Um, And then usually if there's a skin or something, you might need to remove it. And then you're blending it um, with water, some sort of sweetener, and you're good to go. It's pretty simple. And then instead of ice cream, I know so many clients of mine are obsessed with ice cream and it it just feels like, well, there's no way I can replace that. But you'd be surprised. There's actually a lot of really good non-dairy ice creams. I always tell people to watch the sugar because they do be loving to pile on the sugar where whether or not it's an almond milk ice cream, a coconut milk ice cream, sometimes the sugar can be really too much. So I like to make mine at home because when I make my own, I know how much sugar is in there. And then you could also do something really simple like a banana and ice cream where you basically just use a frozen banana, add like vanilla extract, add a nut milk or add some coconut cream or something else and make your own little ice cream there that gets pretty satisfying and literally get the calories of a banana and not that much sugar. And then you can do things like instead of chicken wings, child, you could try buffalo cauliflower wings. Now, I know that's a far-reaching substitute for some people because <laughs> people are like, you know, I you can't substitute a chicken wing, child. What you talking about? But, um, you know, just very creative ways that you can use. Cauliflower is amazing. There's so many ways you could use cauliflower. I mean, cauliflower steak, cauliflower uh, wings, cauliflower rice, cauliflower... Uh, burgers. So if you can stomach cauliflower or like cauliflower, there's so many things you can do with it. Cauliflower mashed potatoes. Child, I love cauliflower. Cauliflower is amazing. Well, I hope this gives you some ideas. There are many, many more ideas out there, but these are just a few that I really love. And I'm starting to record and prep some of these recipes on Instagram. So go on over and follow me at The Raw Girl to catch the latest meal prep video. I hope that these give you some ideas for your own meals during this week. Stay tuned. And when we come back, we're going to chat with our amazing guest. 
I am super excited to announce the launch of the new destination I created for online programs called Staying Ageless University. At Staying Ageless University, we create epic content to teach you about holistic wellness and transformational healing programs to help you achieve extraordinary longevity. We believe that learning is an essential component of healing and creating lasting change, and every one of our programs are created from protocols that I have tried and tested on clients who have achieved optimal wellness by following them. Our signature programs include Staying Ageless 30 Plus, which is designed to help women 30 plus interested in staying fly till you're 99 or close to it, create lasting healthy rituals, and the all new Raw Girls Hormonal Balancing Academy for women suffering with fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis, cysts, or menopausal symptoms. If you're ready to use holistic means to take control of your hormones and get your life back. We also have two new programs that are amazing for New Year's clean starts, Detox Your Life, which includes 30-day plant-based detox, either raw or vegan, and candida and parasites be gone for those who are ready to kick candida overgrowth or parasites to the curb for good. Enrollment is now open for three of our programs and we officially launched January 1st, 2021. You can learn more about us and our program offerings at stayingagelessuniversity.com. Hope to see you in class. When I lived in LA, I was at the beach all of the time. (laughs) The beach was my happy place. After going to the beach, I would always stop by this amazing raw food restaurant. They had the most delicious food, burritos, cinnamon rolls. I was obsessed. Fast forward to this year when I wanted to give myself a jumpstart on raw, I discovered that this amazing restaurant that I used to frequent had transitioned to nationwide delivery of fully prepared raw meals. It's called Raw Evolution, and for 20 years, they've been serving the finest and most vibrant living foods meals. They offer a raw box, which includes two fresh pressed juices, four gourmet entrees, four generous sides, and two delicious low glycemic desserts. The raw box is designed to provide one person with about four to five days of lunches and dinners. I also love that the menu changes each week, so there's always lots of variety. I get a lot of inquiries from listeners and clients alike who want to go raw and feel like it's not sustainable time-wise. If this is you, this is an amazing solution to get your raw jumpstart. Head on over to rawvolution.com and use the code RAWGIRL to receive a discount on your first purchase. Our guest for today is Ian Martin. He is co-founder and product developer at Misha's Kind Foods, whose first offerings include a variety of plant-based, spreadable cheeses. His company prioritizes clean ingredients and exceptional flavors. Motivated by compassion and the desire to live a more health-conscious lifestyle, Ian has been in the vegan and plant-based space for over 12 years. As a certified raw vegan chef, He has used his experience for restaurant consulting, food and wellness coaching, vegan catering, and as a personal chef. Thank you so much, Ian. I'm really excited to have you on Staying Ageless today. Uh, Thank you. It's also good to be here. Um, I am really, I don't know why that topic of vegan cheese excites me, but actually, no, I do know why. I've been vegan for since I was 13. I've been vegan for over 20 years, 25 years, not to age myself. But, um, awesome. you know, I, when I, I, I started, I started, I was vegan. I always tell people I was vegan before what the hell, <laughs> because, right. 
people, you know, there was various things not available for a while. And then when, you know, when certain documentaries came out, then people got, oh, they're all calling me, asking me questions, you know. Right. Um, but you're also plant-based, is that correct? That is correct. I, I say I've been, been in it for 13 years, so before it was popular and when it actually automatically meant healthy which now right. it doesn't necessarily mean healthy. It means conscious, right. but not necessarily healthy. No, that is very, very, very true. What was your transition process and how did you decide to become plant-based in the first place? Well, I had a, a birthday with a zero um, at the end of it. <laughs> and I remember hearing, you know, there are certain things happening in my life, but I remember hearing that we are um, 100% living beings and we eat almost 100% dead food what would happen if we reversed that? And it kind of resonated with me. So I became raw vegan from the jump. I kind of went in the, the deep end. And it was life-changing, you know, I, so many things. So I was raw for about two years. And at the time, I would make food. Um, I happened to stumble out at a raw restaurant just coincidentally, like the first week I decided that I was going to do it. And I had some of the food and I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. And so I started to kind of just, you know, look on the internet and kind of try to figure things out. And people would come by and say, oh, my God, you're looking, you're looking great. And the food is really good. And I kept hearing this. And, you know, in the beginning, I wasn't thinking much of it. But eventually I said, you know what, let me just uh, kind of add on to what I do. I've been a professional musician for over 25 years. And um, I started getting into raw vegan um, cooking and got certified and then just kind of took it, you know, to the further. Uh, Matthew Kenny came to Los Angeles and opened up a restaurant. And I mm -hmm. left where I was at Planet Raw. I went over there and was working in pastries for them. And then I got oh, called. Oh, I went oh, there once. Which one? Uh, Make or Planet Raw? I think I went to, I think, what was the other one called? Uh, one was called Planet Raw. That's where I kind of got my training. It was um, opened by a guy named Giuliano. He's kind of been a pioneer in the raw world. For, like he was doing this for 20 years, over 20 years. And then Matthew okay. Kenny, he is a big name in the gourmet, raw, and vegan world. I think he's licensed. Yes, his like name I was obsessed with Pure Food and Wine. I know he left Pure Food and Wine right. at some point, but I used to be obsessed with Pure Food and Wine. I was there okay. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so the restaurant before Pure Food and Wine was actually called Make. That's when he made his um, okay. Los Angeles, you know, introduction to Los Angeles. So I was over okay. there. Um, okay. And yeah, I was doing pastries over there, and then I got a call to do a music gig that I couldn't do. And I was like, uh, no, I have to figure out a way to kind of marry these two things. So I said to them, you know, I gave them my two weeks and they said, well, the executive chef at the time was also a musician. He said, we really like what you do. Um, would you, if, you know, if we put a position for you, would you like to stay? I was like, I would love to. So they said, would you like to make chocolate and cheese for the restaurant? I was like, yes. <laughs> um, so the chocolate never happened, but the cheese started. And so that huh. kind of... Um, Kind of just showed me that I was on the right path uh, in what I was doing instinctually or instinctively. And then uh, I kind of just went down that path and here we are today. Wow, that's super cool. 
That's really interesting. It's interesting when you get redirected like that. And actually, we started out in a similar fashion because I, well, I guess I was already plant-based and then I went raw for a period of time. And then, um, and then basically, um, became a nutritionist, which then gave me a lot more information. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then because now I deal with, I deal with all diets and I deal with a lot of chronic health conditions and I'm trying to reverse them, but also I understand body types as well as my body type really well. So I understand Mm -hmm. now like what works best for me. And I'm like, okay, I can eat a lot of raw in certain environments. Like if it's hot outside and whatever, but if it's cold, it's really bad for my constitution. So, um, you know, you know, when you, when you, when you learn better, you do better. So, uh, (laughs) but I love raw food. I love how I feel on it. I love that it doesn't have all the extra stuff. And what caught my eye about your cheese was before I was like, even inviting you on, I was like, let me see what's in it. Cause I'm, you know, I am a label hound. I go in the grocery store and people are like, what's wrong with that lady? Cause the way that I'd be looking at the, (laughs) you know, the labels. And I was like, yes, because this is this is what I need. I need like just simple ingredients, like no crazy fillers. You know, I just I need simplicity. That's what I need, because that's what I'm telling my clients to do. Eat whole food, you know. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because um, you you start pulling at the tapestry of uh, what kind of makes your life. And I, I look now and I was like, wow, what I got from raw food was the the clean, the cleanness, you know, when I, I wanted to make something that tasted great, but was also healthy. Um, one of the biggest inspirations or motivations for creating this product was seeing friends around me get sick in some past because of illnesses that could simply be prevented by changing a diet, by just making simple changes, uh-huh. you're saving your life. So, um, one of and my, with my partner, um, our goal was to make a premium product, but at a price that you know a single parent could afford. And in our community, uh, we have so many ailments that are just—it's almost silly because diet would change everything. So that was important exactly. to make something that was clean, but something that people would eat because if it doesn't taste good, and especially our people, we're not eating it, we're not touching it if it doesn't taste good. <laughs> So that was very, you know, important to make something that tastes great and was good for you. Right. That's awesome. So, um, I saw on, I saw on your Instagram, there was like a photo and it was like, our vegan cheese doesn't suck. And I was like, that's so good because so many cheeses suck. They're really, really bad. And they, they do this weird thing, you know, you know how like vegan cheese doesn't really melt. Right. <laughs> so, so it's right. Like, and it's like, yeah, mm, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because ours we we do spreadables. Um, that's what yes. we're we're featuring, and those are my favorite so, kind. Oh, awesome! So, how we market it at Misha's we we tell people that it's a dairy replacement. So you can use this as a dairy component in any dish that you want if you know it's not just for plant-based vegan but it's also in camp uh it's for people who have lactose problems um people who just want to you know make a better choice so one of our flavors for example black truffle it won a nexty award which is kind of like the grammys of new products 
we can make, I'll make a, a gnocchi sauce or a fettuccine sauce and I will use it uh, and melt it down um, along with, you know, some roasted garlic and some olive oil and some of the soaked water. And you, you get this really gooey pasta that you can have on its own or you can stuff them in vegetables or, you know, they can be a cream sauce for, you know, if you have meat, you can make a cream sauce for it. So there's so many applications. It dips and spreading it on bread is just a start. No, that is that is awesome. Yeah, there's um, there's a cheese that I tried that I like a lot from Kite Hill. It's their their almond ricotta is really good, and it doesn't have that mm-hmm. many things in it. And that's one of my mm-hmm. like staples. So when I saw yours, I was like, I think I'm gonna like this because you have like yeah. different flavors. It yeah. seems like there's some gourmet stuff going on, which is what I like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. Since we've grown, we've had to kind of streamline streamline a lot of things. We used to have cheese blocks, the rounds. We, we may get back to that in the future. But we have okay. um, like old flavors, Ethiopian uh, Gouda, which we... Ooh. Yeah, that we, I would love to get back to that. We also have one called New Delhi, which is uh, Asian-themed. We have a sweet one, which is, uh, that comes out seasonally. It's a holiday, we call it. So it's like date and black garlic. So, you know, all of them, they are artisan in preparation and in, in, in creation. You know, they started off as these, you know, something that was very close and I made them personally and uh, hopefully you can taste and feel the love in it. Awesome. Really Awesome. Do you, as, as someone who's, you know, you're a chef, like, do you have any like tips in general, like for people who are trying to go plant-based and they don't know where to begin or like things that are really easy staples or anything that you think are really great? Well, I always tell people if when in doubt, get the food that comes out of the earth whole. Um, Cause most times, nine times out of 10, you're not going to go wrong with that. You know, you'll get maybe you get a protein bar and it's 200 calories and avocado is also 200 calories. But your body knows what to do with everything in that avocado. It knows how to break it down. It says, OK, this is I know this. The other 200 calories, it might be less calories, but it will often contain blockage. Uh, sorry, sorry, block your system or get you inflamed. So the first thing I would say is get whole foods. You know, rice is great. Um, mushrooms are great. Beans are great. Um, now with the advent of the internet, there's so, you know, so many places to go and get great recipes and really Mm -hmm. walk you through. You can, you know, learn to be a a nuclear physicist on on YouTube these days, which is seriously. uh, Yeah. 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 So, you know, I would say, yeah, yeah. No, I would just say, keep it, keep it fresh. Um, keep it whole food. You know, I'm plant-based, so that's going to be my slant. But generally speaking, if you keep it fresh, you're, you're going to be okay. No, that sounds like a good, good advice. I say that to people a lot too. And I agree with you. Like we were talking about raw food. I feel like the reason why it almost is beneficial for anyone to go raw at some point, even if it doesn't really work for their constitution, is just to retrain them to be like, this is not, like, what is real food? Like, this is real food and this is not. (laughs) And and then it also trains you to pay attention to labels more often and be like, 
if I don't know, I can't pronounce it, if I don't know what this is, I probably shouldn't be eating it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, even to, to to follow up on that, I think even raw food, it um it kind of resets not just physical, but also your psychological attachment to food. Very true. Because I've realized, like, being two years going raw, and then after, I was like, bread? Oh, I can have bread. But I lived for two years without it, so now I can have a piece of bread, and I'm okay. Right. I can have a mono meal, and I'm not worried about, oh, I'm not getting all of my nutrition. Well, you don't have to get everything in every meal. And a mono meal can be an amazing thing. You can feel so good. And then you can, you know, introduce foods that, your your system is cleaner, so if something bothers you, you can instantly, you know, feel that and monitor it. So there's a lot of good reasons, even if you don't stay raw, um, which I don't know if that's for everyone, um, but it is good to do uh, at some point for a period of time. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, and what I've seen is that it isn't for everyone in the sense that some people have gastrointestinal issues. There's a lot of health conditions in which, like, your internally, your internal temperature is cold. In Chinese medicine, they talk about how, like, you know, you need to increase your internal temperature with a lot of health issues. Mm-hmm. And um, and with those kinds of health issues, me telling someone to go raw actually will make it worse. But okay. I love, um, my colleague did some research and, like, you know, just 30 days on raw decreases the inflammation in your body by, like, 30%, which is wow. a lot. So if you're, you know, if you're really like in a really bad health place, never a bad idea. (laughs) Right. Um, Yes. Yes. It's never, it's never really a bad idea. It's just, I've noticed that some people can tolerate it more than others. So there's some nuance there. Um, Yeah. What are your favorite, you talked a little bit about using your cheese, like for Mm -hmm. fettuccine and different stuff. Like what are your favorite applications for your cheese that we can try? Because I'm planning to try that. Whatever you tell okay. me, I'm going to go try. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So we have one called 7.5, and that is um, jalapeno, habanero, smoked paprika, and strawberry. Ooh. It's actually, um, yeah, yeah. It's If you like spice, that's the go-to. Um, oh, my goodness. So that one, uh, I like to, um, you know, maybe put a te- tablespoon in a broth if I'm having something with a broth, like maybe a fire broth or whatever. And it just really kind of gives it an instant boost of uh, spice, mommy, and a little bit of uh, heat. Um, and it also pairs well with mushrooms for some reason. So if mm. I'm doing uh, like grounded mushrooms, I can put some in or I'll do it with a, a mushroom sauce. And I am a mushroom head. I I mean, I love, you know, all of the, uh, the wild forage mushrooms. Um, and I think being in California, I might be a little spoiled because we get you know, lion's mane, we can get uh, fresh oyster mushrooms and we can get them pretty reasonably priced too. Um, right. So uh, that uh, that's one of my favorites. Uh, the pastas, um, the black truffle works so many applications. You know, you can do it with your scrambles. Um, we also have one called uh, French Connection, which is similar to a Barcelona or um, um, uh, French onion dip. That works mm-hmm. really well with scrambles, uh, avocado toast. Um, we have a lox spread, which is probably, uh, I'm really proud of that one. It's uh, carrot lox. They've been salt roasted and they've been marinated in three different types of seaweeds. Then oh capers God. and dill. Right. 
So it's like, you know, the New York uh, bagel in a box. You just put a smear on and you get it all. Um, and a lot of people are really surprised because you get that sea flavor with the seaweeds and stuff. Um, and I've actually used that one to uh, make egg rolls, actually. Um, yeah, air fry some egg rolls. So as I'm saying, you know, there's a lot of things you can do with them. Wow. Um, no, your cheese sounds like... <laughs> your cheese... Your cheese sounds like vegan cheese for bougie people who love food. And that is me, okay? Um, I'm bougie and I love food. And I'm like, whoa, I haven't... Because just the nuance. Like, for me, it's like a lot of times when, you know, for years, as you tell people you're plant-based or you tell people you're raw and they assume that you're, like, in your room crying and eating an apple and, like, you're like, why? Why did I give up all this great food? But like, really, I really, really like food and I really like it to taste good. And I like, you know, I just want it to also make me feel good and and, and actually contribute to my health. That's really the only difference. So you could still be a Mm -hmm. foodie. You just, it's just, so I love that. I love the specificity and I love like the nuance that it sounds like is in your product. That sounds really great. Yes, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of care and a lot of, uh, years of you know trial and error to get something that uh i was proud of and i think that most people enjoy how long did it take you to really feel like you nailed it i would say maybe four or five years Um, whoa yeah it got i mean because you know you make little there are little differences and of course you know you make one difference or you get uh, one suggestion or you get one idea, then you can explore that. That'll take you down a different tunnel. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could, there's so much nuance and, you know, one fermenting ingredient, for example, can kind of send a flavor profile somewhere else. Or So it got to a point where, you know, even my partner, current partner before he was like, you have something that you have to share um, with more than you. And I kind awesome. of got that confirmation in three places in a very close period of time. And that's when I, I knew I was like, okay, we're ready to go. This is, and uh, it's going to be, it will be, it will be received well because it's needed. Yes, for sure. Definitely needed. So I need it in my life tomorrow, today. Okay. Yes. Um, where can we get this cheese? And can, can people so, get it who are not on the West Coast? Can they order it online? Um, we used to do that, uh, because COVID has really put up a lot of supply chain issues. Um, I'm not sure how we're going to do it now. We are going to get back to it. Um, you can get it in five States, I believe. Um, if you go to Misha's kind foods and we have a store locator, um, I would say, check the website. I'm not going to say no yet because, you know, we're, we're bigger now and it's not just two of us. We have a team of uh, amazing, gosh, we have some amazing people with us now. Um, so I have to shout them out, uh, the executive team and, you know, our downlines, everybody's great. So I would say, check the website. We will be shipping at some point if we're not doing it now. Um, we are at all the whole foods in Southern California, a couple in Vegas. We are at a chain called air one out here. We're also in Texas at central market. (laughs) Erwan, um, I call Erwan whole whole paycheck because people call Whole Foods whole paycheck. <laughs> Erwan yes, is like your mortgage. Right. 
Yes. Yeah, you know, do you remember when we got into Whole Foods? You're like, wow, this is expensive. Then you get into Air One, you go, oh my God. <laughs> it's like there's levels to this. Right. Yeah, they do it's have so great crazy. stuff, but it's, it's a lot of money. They do. Yeah. <laughs> it was just really insane. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, okay. we're there. Uh, and then a bunch of independent stores and smaller stores um, in the Southern California area. But we okay. are currently, we're expanding. Um, we have natu- national distribution. So it's just a matter of making sure that um, we can handle what we're doing. So we're kind of growing, but we're, as my partner says, we, we walk briskly. So that's what we're doing right. now. Yeah. Right. That's exciting. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day, hopefully, where you're, you're nationwide. I think that would be really yes. awesome. It would be needed. The vegan cheese section is depressing sometimes. Sometimes I go and I just yes. stare. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? I will tell you, it's gotten so much better in the past 12 years since when no, I you're started. Right. There was nothing. No, you know? you're right. Like, literally, yeah. there used to be nothing. So I shouldn't even be complaining. It's no, you're right. It literally used to be nothing. So it's yeah. really, really cool that there's so much diversity now. And at least now we can, you know, we have room for bougie cheese, bougie vegan cheese, too. Right. yes well thank you so much this has been super awesome um um where can where can they find also are you guys on social media too yes yes so we are on ig um, and uh facebook but on ig it's love misha's or misha's kind foods either one um my personal one is uh ian.martin.base um so, yeah, you can see what we're up to and, you know, learn a bit about what we're doing. And we have recipes uh, on our site, on our website, uh, oh, cool. com, or uh, I think it might, Love Misha's might be redirected, but one of those will get you there. Um, and IG, so we have recipes, we have uh, ideas, and we also, you know, ask people to post what, what they've done with it. And some things have been really cool. People have been really creative. And, it's very warming to see that, uh, you know, it's it's starting to, to grow and people are enjoying it. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of TheRawGirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, Visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. All right, all right. It's time to take a question from Instagram or email. Remember, if you would like to have your question answered on the show, all you got to do is send me a DM, slide up in my DMs on Instagram at therawgirl, or contact me via my website, therawgirl.com. 
Today's question is from Carol via Instagram, who says, are there any packaged plant-based meat substitutes that you would consider healthy? Hi, Carol. That's a really awesome question. Well, I remember earlier on in my plant-based journey, I used to consume a great deal of fake meat and usually soy-based sausages or other meat substitutes. But consuming those foods um, actually messed with my periods and my hormonal balance. And it actually wasn't really good for my skin either. So I got rid of all of them. Nowadays, there are almost too many options on the market. But in order to determine if something is healthy, I challenge you to look at the label. If you are seeing many chemical names that you don't recognize, tons of fillers, tons of preservatives, if you're sensitive to soy and there's soy in there, all that stuff, if there's over seven, eight ingredients, some of which you can't pronounce, um, and if the substitute in general is very processed, I would just avoid it. I'll give you an example. I'm not a really big fan of Impossible Meat or Beyond Burgers and meat substitutes like that because of the amount of work that had to be done in a lab to manipulate these foods, quote unquote foods. They're highly processed, and many of my clients actually complain of gastrointestinal issues when they consume too much of them. Instead of those, if I'm looking for something from the store, like let's say I'm looking for a veggie burger or a meat substitute, I'm looking for something that has whole food ingredients. So some of my favorite ones are, are burgers that um, include ingredients that I can recognize, such as lentils, sweet potatoes, onions, all that jazz. I hope this helps you. Definitely take the time to look at your labels and you can figure out on your own what is healthy and what is not for you. Well, that's all she wrote for today's show. I hope this show has helped you release yourself from the gospel of deprivation, okay? <laughs> we should never deprive ourselves. Food is made to be enjoyed. If optimal health is your goal, then I challenge you to be open to finding tasty and delicious alternatives to your favorite foods. Your body will thank you long-term for choosing to mind your ingredients as well as your taste buds. Make sure that this week you are focused on making adjustments so that your meals promote health while also giving you whatever fix you need. In the words of Anne Wigmore, the food you eat can be either the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. Well, that's all for today, sis. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at TheRawGirl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, TheRawGirl.com. For more on the show or to listen to past episodes, visit StayingAgelessShow.com.